There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love. Here in your love. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love. Here in your love, no place, no place I would rather be. It's no place I would rather be. It's no place I would rather be. And here in your love, here in your love, no place I would rather be. It's no place I would rather be. It's no place I would rather be. And here in your love, here in your love. No place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love. Here set a fire. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Cause I want more of you, God. Cause I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Cause I want more of you, God. 
to prayer. Just as silent sister room, I just want us to reflect on the Lord today. There's no place we'd rather be. We don't have to wait for heaven to come for us to be in the presence of the Lord. You don't have to wait for heaven. You don't have to wait till after you lived your life here on this earth. The Bible says that you can have the presence of the Lord. You can have the glory of the Lord be upon you. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of us. Where two or three are gathered in his presence before him in his name. I just want to encourage you for those who are feeling like worship's getting old for you. Or you just want to go deeper in worship. You just want more of Jesus. Just let this revelation that in this time, God is allowing his Holy Spirit to come to work right now, even now as I speak. As I speak these words, as I speak out the word of God, right now his Holy Spirit's coming. It's coming to you. He's coming to you. And he's touching your heart. He's working in your heart. He's speaking to you. For some, you guys are already having words from the Lord right now. That's him. And for some, it's hard to hear what the Holy Spirit would sound like. What, what would he do? What would he say? 
And if that's you and you're feeling more distracted every second that we're singing, I just want you to humble yourself before the Lord. The Bible says that he looks for worshipers that worship in spirit and truth. And what that means today, just want you want to seek God, that you're hungry for God. Are you hungry to say, man, God, I just want to know you more. God, in this time of worship, I just want to know what's happening. I want your spirit to speak to me. There's no place we'd rather be. Come, we're going to sing this song again in closing. And I want you guys to sing it with all you have from your heart, not being ashamed of who's next to you, not, not worrying about what's going to happen the rest of the night, but just focusing right now on this time. Holy Spirit, we say have your way. We want you to move. We know you're not done. There's no place we'd rather be. Lord, we can be many places right now. We can be home. We can be hanging out with friends. God, we can be somewhere else, God. But nothing compares to spending a couple moments in your presence. Nothing compares to spending time with Father. Nothing compares to spending time with the Holy Spirit, with your Son, Jesus Christ. Nothing compares. There may be things people may claim will be most fun that may take their breath away, but God, you still somehow take our breath away. In these times of worship, you're all we want. You're all we need. It's why we sing songs like this, to sing songs unto you because you're worthy. When you came from your throne, when you left your kingdom to this earth, to your creation, and you came as a man, and you walked among us, and you joined us in our suffering. You weren't a distant God that was far away, but you joined us in our suffering. And God, you came, you died on a cross for our sins. And God, it's the reason we worship you. Come on. It's the reason we sing songs today. It's for your presence, for your fire. Father, I pray for a baptism of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for fire to fall across this place, to fall on every heart today. That God, the cold hearts will be warmed up by your fire. Father, the hard hearts will be broken by your spirit. Father, we pray for a transformation in the name of Jesus. You're all we want. You're all we need, Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice in this place. You're all we want, Lord. You're all we need, Jesus. We're desperate for you, God. We're hungry for you, Lord. Oh, we lift our voice. You're worthy, Lord. Yes, you're worthy, Lord. Oh, to receive our praise. To receive our praise. To worthy God. Oh, come on, lift your hands. Say he's worthy. Yes, you're worthy God. Yes. Sing set a fire. Set a fire down in my soul. Then I can't contain. Then I can't control. Cause I want more of you, God. Now I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Cause I want more of you, God. Now I'm more of you. Set a fire. Set a fire down in my soul that I 
control Cause I want more of you, God And I want more of you, God Set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain, that I can't control Cause I want more of you, God I want more of you, God no place I would rather be there's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. No place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. Than here in your love, here in your love. Well, we just thank you right now for bringing us together, Lord. Father God, there is no place that we would rather be than with you, Lord. There is no place that we would rather be, God. We thank you, Lord, just for this moment and this time. We pray that you bless the word today, that you bless our hearts, God, that we not leave here the way we came, God, because we are here for you, God, and we are ready to receive you, God. We receive your Holy Spirit right now, and we declare this day that we will be changed, not only for ourselves, Lord, but for the rest of this world, God. We will be changed, and we declare it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, in Jesus' name, everybody said, Come on, if you're happy to be in his presence, come on, give him a hand clap of praise. He's so worthy. Guys, it's so hard to move from these times of worship, but we have to. Let's break out into our life groups. Let's have my warriors over here, my saints over here. And let's do my JC so just over Chia. Let's bring it back in in three minutes, guys. Three minutes. Got some cool, groovy things for you guys. Three minutes. Come on. What do we know? 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 I'll tell you what they're all saying. What do we know? 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 I'll tell you what they're all saying. We all try to be somebody, but the world around us makes it so cloudy when we all trust where we're
One more minute, one more minute, one more minute to break back in. Seconds, come on. Start doing your chance. Ten seconds, come on. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, everybody, come back in. Come on. JC soldiers here. They're all like drunk with power. <laughs> I see you guys. Don't worry. I'm paying attention. Come on, bring it back in. Bring it back in. Alrighty. I want everybody now to clear their throats a little bit. Like <clears throat> alright, because you're going to shout really loud for me, alright? You're going to shout nice and loud. So welcome to Elevate! Oh, I like that. One more time. Just for, just for my sake. My, my pleasure here. Welcome to Elevate! Oh, I love that, man. I, this area here is doing good. This area here is doing good. That's how it's supposed to be. You know already, right? 7.30 every Friday. If you don't know it, then you ain't reading the screens, all right? So just look it up. Visitor contest. Do we have any visitors in the house today? No, you're not. You see? I saw her in here last week. So. Yeah, no, no. Look at your friend next to you. Say shame, shame. You should bring friends, you should bring visitors. They're hungry on Friday nights. I know when I was a teenager, I was hungry on a Friday night. And I wanted pizza, okay? So, so you guys got to do okay? So if you bring one friend, that friend will get uh, a gift. The gift that we give, the Wonka Factory gift, all right? So you gotta love those Wonka Factory gifts. Two friends, if you bring two friends, 
you get gifts for both of them and for yourself. So if you never got uh, candy or anything like that, we owe it to you, all right? So you can go ahead. I'll give some to you later, all right? <laughs> and if you bring three friends, this is the this is the easy one, the, the creme de la creme, all right? You bring three friends, you get a pizza party for the whole entire youth group. Come on. Put your hands up in your that's what I'm talking about. That's so easy, man. Just bring three friends, you know what I mean? I'm hungry. I wish you guys brought three friends. You can come up right now. You seriously just be like, hey, man, come up to my youth group right now. I want some pizza. Just come up. I know you're, like, really desperate for pizza. And five friends, the elusive prize. The elusive one. I've seen people bring four friends so far here. And so far, you know, I'm, I'm impressed. But we need five friends at one time. A big shot to the gut for attendance. Five friends, you get $50 for a hip guard. Hip Gift card, yeah. Alright, moving on now. Alright, what's our vision? What? Alright, that's what I'm talking about. Loving God and loving people, that's right. What's our strategy? Connect, mentor, sent. We connect you to the cross. It's like an outlet, we put you in the band. You get electrified for Jesus. Next thing we do, we mentor you. So, all those visitors that you guys brought, what do you guys tell them to do? Get into mentorship, get into discipleship. So actually, we got some slides for that. First of all, you connect them to a life group. We have three life groups. Where the JC Soldiers? <laughs> I put you guys on the spot. What about uh, Ellie? Who's Ellie? Who's Leilani? What about their life group? Stop hating. Stop hating. <laughs> Stop hating, Ricky. All right, all right, all right. It was funny because when I heard a girl like scream high pitch, I saw Alec and went up like that. I was like, is that Alec? No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. And what about Cynthia? Come on, give it Cynthia. Yeah, I give her props. Cynthia Hernandez, not Hernandez. <laughs> you guys don't know, it's an inside joke, right? Alright, discipleship, you bring them out, you tell them to come out. There's a lot of people already coming on Wednesdays. I think there's about seven guys on Wednesdays now, and a bunch of girls coming too. So it's starting to blow up again. I want to see you guys out there. I want to see you guys on fire for Jesus, and I will hold you accountable. Be there on Wednesday, seriously, it's an awesome time. Oh, uh, and we send people out. So sending people out, what will we do? We kick you out to do evangelism, we tell you all those things. But one thing that we do is we do uh, Bible college. Bible college is an awesome, awesome time. It really is. The last three years, you know, I've been just thinking about it. I'm about to graduate in May. And, man, it is just the most awesome thing you can possibly do, man. Like, it's just the training of the training. You come here, you Welcome can just experience God in a whole new light, and you will grow to be a leader. I guarantee you that. If you are not a leader by the time you Welcome get out of this, I, something's wrong with you, right? But seriously, Bible college is where it's at, man. This is awesome. You want to go to, you know, Yale, Princeton, Harvard, Nothing on S-U-N, baby. That's what I'm talking about. They don't even know. They don't know what we're about. That young S-U-N. All right. <laughs> so tithes and offerings. Everybody can stand up for me. All right. So, if you guys know how to read, tell me, what is a tithe? There we go. I know it. I know you guys know it, right? An offering, whatever you offer to God. What is 10%? $122.45. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I want somebody who really wants it. 
What is 10%? What is a tithe off of that? 12.36. No, no, no. You rounded the wrong wrong number. Was I correct in that, Cynthia? Last, last week, they were like saying to me, like, I was wrong. All right, good, good, all right. And I want somebody to come up to, uh, to uh, say this. Everybody just bow your heads and close your eyes. Over here in the front. Alright, everybody. Lord Father God, we thank you for the time, Lord God. We, we just ask that you are blessed with the giver, Lord God. Let them be cheerful, Lord God. Let them be blessed with the giver, Lord God. We give you glory and honor, Lord God. And we just ask that you speak to us in Jesus' name. Everybody side. Alright. Here you go. Come on up if you want to get Somebody relatively new. I want somebody nice and new. Somebody nice and new. How about you? Okay. And then, no, you guys. I see somebody between Adam and Alec. Nathan, come on. The star voice. Put the music back up. Come on. You're killing me here. You're killing me. Come on. Come on. Get up here. Starburst. I'm going to tell you guys right now. This is good stuff. You guys are going to enjoy this. All right, come on, come on, come on. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. This can be a really easy question, all right? You guys like Starburst? Is that what the kids are to be Very simple. When I ask you the question, the first person to put their hand up in the air will get the chance to answer. All right? It's going to be a very easy. I know you're thinking to yourself, what is it? You know, what is the hypothesis of like the, the Trinity? And no, 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 we're not going to ask that. All right? Be very simple. Alright, so are you guys ready? ready. You ready? Alright. Jesus turned the water into what? Wait! Correct, here you go. <laughs> this guy. Okay, you get next chance, next chance. I want now somebody in 101. 101ers. I see Victor. Okay, Victor. No, no, no. 
Dude, the birthday girl. I'm gonna make this a little bit harder. Okay, it's a little bit harder. Should have thought about this. Alright, 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 right. So, name before gospel. Oh, shame. Come on, man. The teaching of the. <laughs> I'll give it to somebody who can. If you guys don't know it, then I'll put it up. 9201. Ah, you see. Name the four gospels. Or at least two of them. Two, two of the gospels. Gospels. You should read your Bible. That's the whole problem here. Alright, Melanie, I'll give it to you. She's in 101 too. Oh, wait, I'm about to hand it to you. I... Matthew and John, that's right. All right, good, good. Awesome. Seriously, man, come on. I am very, I'm very ashamed. I'm going to make him write a paper on it. <laughs> so, I need two more people. Last two people. Astrid. Jody Mar. <laughs> Come on, Jody Mar. I'm going to make this one of those fun questions. So I know you guys can do it, right? You guys read your Bibles. You know what it is. You know, you know the answer is. Just don't be afraid. No. This is going to be a funny question. During Jesus' transfiguration on the, the, the mountain, Jesus transfigured. What two other people were there? Other than the disciples. <laughs> specifically, uh, specifically, they said, should we build tabernacles or shelters for you, blank and blank? Dori Mod? No. For the win, for the steal, come on, you got it, you got it. Does anybody got it that's not an elder or a deacon? <laughs> Anybody? Nobody? Alright, just one of them. No, 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 no. Alright, new question, new question. Fine, fine, fine. Who was this believing in the Gospel of John and said, Only if I see will I believe? It was her, actually. <laughs> That's right, there you go. Look at that. I know you guys like that question though. It was good, right? During a Jesus' transfiguration. All right, this is concludes Bible quiz for this week. Read your Bibles, please. We all give it up for Ellie in the Bible quiz. That was very entertaining. How's everybody doing today? So what we learned after that Bible quiz is that everybody should read their Bible. And that question, well, it was Moses and Elijah. So you guys probably never got that, but it's just crazy stuff, just naming names. But um, 
But guys, we just want to encourage you guys that, look, even if you, you feel bad, you might not get some of these questions. It's okay. We still love you. Look to your neighbor and say, they still love you. And I still love you. <laughs> and then let's just open up in prayer. And we're going to get into the word of God. The word of God. What am I doing up here? Amen. Who wants to open us up in prayer? One bold person for the Lord. Bold. Melanie, I saw your hand. Come on, give it up for Melanie. She's just crazy bold today. All right, give it up. Father God, I pray, God, that this word, God, that will give us wisdom, God, and knowledge, my God. God, bless the word that Adam's going to give, God, and bless the people that are hearing it, God, that their eyes, of the, that their hearts will open up to you, my God, and they'll realize about you, my God. In your glorious name, I pray, amen. Amen. Let's give it up for Jesus, y'all. Come on. Today, today, we sing that song. Today, today. I love that song. Y'all's got to get it in your heart. If you don't like it, you will next week, because guess what we're singing? That song. <laughs> Today, guys, I wanted to talk to you about um, Isaiah 55. Can anybody take a guess what the title of Isaiah 55 starts with? I'll help you guys out. It says, an invitation to all who are thirsty. And before we start, I, I have some things that I just want to share in my heart today. I have it prepared in today's sermon. We have a skit. We haven't done skits in a long time. We have not done it, but today we have a skit. If the skit team can go ahead and get ready, if someone can go get, get one of our skit members, they're outside <laughs> in the hallway just walking around. So skit team, go ahead and get ready for me. And uh, just a little bit, guys, this is actually some of the things that happen in real life. Some of the things that you'll see here, probably not to the T, and probably not some theme songs that may come up. But literally, if you guys can pay attention really quickly, what you're going to see here takes place on a Friday. It does. It really does. And I just hope you guys would enjoy it. Listen, give it up for the skit team, y'all. Come on.
Give it up for the skits team. Give it up. Give it up. Man, amen, amen, amen. So everything that you saw, minus the Pink Panther theme song, and cool kids snapping like that. I've never seen anyone come snapping away. Just all cool. Can't talk to you about Jesus? No, 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 no. That's, that hasn't happened to me yet. Uh, yeah, what? It's going to happen next week. <laughs> but, um, but if you can do me a favor, if you can go on our Facebook page, on the Elevate Facebook page, and, and show our post today. Guys, I want to let you know that we do have a Facebook page. Everybody and their mama and their dogs and the little babies have Facebook pages. And so we got to stay current with you guys. We know that. And so we have a Facebook page letting you guys know of all the things that are happening. And also on Facebook, you know, we let you in on, on the sermon, just what we're going to talk about today. And um, as Ellie gets to post up here, we kind of talked about it in our skit. And let's read it here. It says, hungry, thirsty, and got no money. Come out to Elevate tonight at 7 p.m. We've got the bread of life and streams of living water. Bring a friend. It's going to be awesome. And just three people liked it. We need more people to like it. No, I'm just, just kidding. If you guys want to add us on Facebook, do that. But here's what we're going to talk to you today about. An invitation to all who are thirsty. Look to your friend and say, are you hungry? No, no, no. We've got to say it like this. Is you hungry? They say, is you thirsty? And your response is, I is thirsty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are some crazy people in this place. Today we are talking to you about the invitation to all who are thirsty. And that skit is kind of like an introduction to what we're going to talk to you, what I want to talk to you about today. Uh, this past week, I've just been just praying and just seeking the Lord. And uh, I just know in my personal walk with the Lord, in my, in my growth, when I started off as a disciple, man, there were some things in my life that came, I didn't know what was happening, and, and just, you know, there were some dry, dry spells, you know, some, sometimes I just felt like, man, I don't feel the fire of God, you know, I just feel like, man, I just keep on coming to church. I know even you goes, even though you guys have started coming here for like about a month, you guys may start to feel like that, like, man, you know what, 
I'm getting a little tired. You know, sometimes church is not that, you know, fun. I'd rather be doing something else. And and that happens. And we don't want to make it seem like we're more spiritual than other people because it doesn't happen to some. Even your leaders, even pastors even go through stuff like that where it's just like, man, you just feel discouraged. or You just don't know what's going on. And I remember in my walk, there was a point in time where the Lord met me in Isaiah 55. Where I was looking, I'm like, man, God, I'm I just I need something up. Like I don't know what's going on in my life, and and then I got to this passage, and when I read the passage, it spoke to my heart. And if you guys can open up your Bible to Isaiah chapter 55, verses one through three, I, I want to read it out to you today, and it blessed my heart. You know, being in ministry, being in Bible college. And some of you guys are not in Bible college, some of you guys are not in ministry, but there's some things in your life. And, and it's an invitation to the thirsty, and I want to read it out to you today. It says this in verse 1. It says, Come, all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money, without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me. And eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Hold on one second. Verse 3. Give ear to me, and come to me. Hear me, that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. Man, I tell you one thing, young people. As, as children of God, you have to learn... That there are going to be times in your life where you're going to be hungry and when you're going to be thirsty. And I'm not talking about the physical. I'm not talking about the munchies. I'm not talking about going to a Chinese buffet. You hear me? I'm not talking about what we can have in the physical because everybody's hungry, right? Has anybody ever been hungry in this place? Can I get an amen? How many are hungry right now? How many want to get some pizza right now? Look at you guys. Y'all getting excited for pizza. Can you get excited for Jesus? Well, well, hallelujah. Pizza. Oh, Jesus. Well, he's cool too. Guys, I just want to let you know that I'm going to understand. I want you guys to understand this one thing here. Everybody gets hungry. Everybody gets thirsty. And we were talking about today in, in our in our skit team today, we were talking about the ideas of the skit. And Chris had mentioned like, man, you know what? When you're hungry, that's, that's how you live. Ain't no person here in this room can go about 40 days, not even 30 days, without eating something. Well, I'm hungry right now. Well, busting out some Snickers, some, some of the snacks we give you guys. But I'm going to let you guys know, how many of you guys know it's important to eat something? Y'all look at me like, I don't eat. How many of you guys know it's important to stay hydrated? I I'm telling you, like... Have you ever seen, and this is going to be like a serious part, have you ever seen somebody who's malnourished? And sometimes we see these pictures of some of the, the children in Africa and some of these, you know, um, these nations where they're not so wealthy, they don't have, you know, resources, they don't have food. And you look at it, and, and sometimes, you know, you can find it up. If we were to search right now on Google, just some of these children, it's, it's just so sad because you'll see it. And literally, they're all bones. What you see is bones and skin. And you just see their head. And everything's so mis... mis uh, the size is just off. Like, their body's so small. They have a big head because they're malnourished. And it's literally like a walking skeleton. 
And you understand that these children are malnourished. They don't have food to eat. And I'm not talking to you today just about throwing away your food and being, you know, making sure you eat enough. I'm not talking to you about that. What I want to talk to you today is about the spiritual. Everybody say the spiritual. Because deep down inside, everybody, we have to eat. We know that we have to drink. We know that. But what about the spiritual? The Bible says this. He says, come all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Is he talking about food? Is it not like the church? Is it not like a, 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 an open house where there's like food pantry? You come in and like, Adam, you said there's food over here. Like in this scale, you talked about food. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Come on. That's not, we're not we're talking about that. And we look, you keep on reading. It says, come buy wine and milk without money, without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? And when someone reads that, what may come to mind is just the physical. But God is talking about something so much more. Spiritually, everyone is wanting and everybody is seeking. I'll let you know that right now when Bible says when he created man, we had this relationship in the garden. But when man sinned, when Adam sinned, when he disobeyed God, that relationship that we had where Jesus walked with us in the cool of the day was gone. That relationship, that unbroken relationship was severed. What happened? Sin. Sin came in and now we have to, God made a way for us to come back to him through his son, through the provision of Jesus Christ. And so we understand by that when everything happened right there in the garden, what was left that day was this God-sized hole in everybody's heart. A God-sized hole that only God can fit, that only God can patch up. That if you were to try to fit anything else in that hole, it, it wouldn't fit. It wouldn't satisfy because only that which is God, only God can satisfy. Only God can fit that. And so spiritually, everyone is seeking and wanting we need God. You need God. Look to your neighbor and say, you need God. And so I, I want to I break this idea that, oh, I don't need God. I'm fine without God. These people, that, the cool kids that came up first, you know, we, we're cool. We don't need God. Let me, let me break that really quick. Everybody needs God. Guess what? We, guess where you're going without God? Anybody ever talk about hell? We, we sure swear and we use that as, as you know, sometimes as, as our language, like, you know, get the out of here, right? right? We, we say these things, but you guys know that's a real place. And, and I want to tell you today that we need God. And, and today's more of the, the encouragement type of message. And, and today it might sound like it's negative, but I got to get this in your heart. Everyone is desperate and is in a need for God. Don't let no one confuse you or try to, like, distract you or try to, like, make believe, like, oh, I don't need God. I'm fine without God. Oh, really? Okay. God's invitation to all. If we read, what is the first, what is the first command? What is the first thing God tells us? He says, come. He says, come. As simple as that is, he says, come. You know what the problem is? We don't come. Well, we don't come. That's our problem. God says something, we don't do it. God says, okay, come do this, go do that. We, we, I ain't doing it. That's just, just for Christians. That's the Bible. That ain't me. So the first thing is God says, come all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Is that more of, of a loving God? Is it, when you read that, it's like, man, if you have nothing, if you're broke, busted and disgusted, come to me. And many of the times we, we don't. 
And that's the problem with people today. When we're out evangelizing, they think, well, well, I'm cool. I'm fine. I don't need God. It's just, it's just opinion. It's just your opinion. That's just church. That's what you do. I don't do that. God says, come, all who are thirsty. Why? Because he knows we're thirsty. Come to the waters. You who have no money, come buy, eat, and drink. Why spend money on what is not bread? Verse 2. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Problem. We invest in everything but God. What we're doing right now, we're going passage by passage. And we're looking at these things and we're, we're looking at the attitudes and the hearts of men. God says, come, we don't come. Problem. Okay? Now look at this, verse 2. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Here's the problem. We invest in everything but God. Ladies, we invest in all this makeup to make us so much prettier. But really, when we walk out the house, we still feel insecure about ourselves because really it's, it's, a, it's a heart issue. Hello? Well, men, you know what? We go up, we, we hide our own insecurities, and we get around all these different men, and we'll, we'll go and invest our time into different things, but are never satisfied. We'll go out and invest in this and in this, and when, at the end of the day, we're like, man, I need to do that tomorrow because really I'm not satisfied today. Well, come on now. What's really happening? We invest in everything but God. How about this? Relationships. Well, we invest in relationships other than God. And then we wonder why we have problems. Hallelujah. At least, at least someone's going to preach it and keep it real. And don't be acting like you ain't no relationship. Like your girlfriend ain't here. You know, she's backslidden. Well, come on now. Your boyfriend ain't even here because he don't want nothing to do with Jesus, but he loves you. Come on now. We invest in everything but God. We invest our time. What, what are some of the things as young people? You probably have no money. Let's be real. I ain't got no money, Adam. Right, right? But what can you invest? Your time? Hello? What can you invest as young people? Your heart? Uh-oh. You know, you can give your heart away. You can give your heart to someone or something. When you give your heart to someone, they become, they become your lover. They have your heart. When you give your heart to something, it becomes your idol. Some of us are giving our heart to, to relationships, boyfriend and girlfriends, and thinking they can satisfy. Why spend your money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? You know how sometimes we work for something, and at the end of the day, when we have it, it's just... Okay, we have it. Now what? Now what? You have no, you have no idea. And I remember this growing up. It's just a, just a, a concept that I was younger. I remember I used to go shopping with my mom, and um, she would take me by the hand. We used to go to Cuff Foods right here on the one by Elson. We used to go there, my brother, and my sister, and we would, we would go by the toy section because Cuff Foods is a, is a grocery store. Okay, mind you, they sell food. Okay. When we walked down this aisle, I saw toys. That was my favorite aisle. Like, hands down. Every time we're going in, I'm telling mom, let's go down this aisle. We need some of this. There was, like, some, some canned goods there but on the other side of the toys. And I just remember walking by, and I'm like, man, this is, like, when, um, when Star Wars was out, man. And I just remember, like, mom and dad, like, I need this Obi-Wan Kenobi toy. I remember this. And I'm over here trying to tell them, like, look, I, mom, I need this. I want this. You don't understand. And I'm like, Adam, you don't want that. You don't want that. Trust me, we don't have money for that. I'm like, no, 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 I want this. And I remember just putting up a fight. Just like, I need this. I want this. I need to have it. 
just thinking to myself, if I had this toy, I'd be the happiest kid ever. And I told her that. I said, look, if you give me this toy, I'll never ask for any toys ever again. I promise. Like, I promise. I will never. Christmas come around, I won't ask. And she looked at me, and she's just like, you ain't getting this toy. And every time we'd go, I'm like, get, get me, get me, get me. And I remember the day she got it. I got home. I take this toy out. Small little thing. And I'm thinking to myself, man, the arms don't even move the way they're supposed to move. It's a ghetto toy. And my whole entire time, I'm thinking like, man, you know what? I was like, man, now I really want this toy. Now I really want this thing. And I saw in my heart, even as a young child, I was just so deceived. And to young people today, you're so deceived in, in thinking that relationships or things that you may invest in can satisfy you. That God-shaped hole in your heart, they can't satisfy. Only God can satisfy. The Holy Spirit satisfies. And let's keep on going. What what does the Bible say? And and the thing is, verse 3, it says, listen. He says, listen. Or verse 2, he says, listen, listen to me and eat what is good. And your soul will delight in the richest affair. You know what our problem is? When God tells us, listen, who can tell me the problem? We don't listen. How about this? We listen to everyone but God. God says do this. Our friends tell us, hey, you can do this. And we do what our friends say. Because our friends have more authority than, than God's word does. The day that, that your friend's words, your friend's advice have more power than the word of God. I tell you, that's an unhealthy relationship. And I'll tell you just to guard your heart. But also, where is your heart? We're not going to blame everything on your friends. Where is your heart? The word of God, the creator, he says, do this, and you do it. If the word of God doesn't have the authority to stop you dead in your tracks, it's not the word of God of your life. Hello, somebody. If the word of God can't stop you dead in your tracks, if you're walking this way in sin and you hear the word of God, repent. And if it can't stop you, it's not the word of God. It's not the power of God. The Bible says that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. And today, check your heart. Where is your heart at? Are you walking with with your friends along that path and just saying whatever with the word of God? I don't really care. I don't want to listen. Or you're listening to what the Lord has to say to you today. Are you listening? Are you listening? And many of the times you don't want to get super spiritual and say, well, uh, uh, I can't hear God. I never seen God. And I don't know what to do. So I guess I can't listen from God here. Anybody got their Bible in hand? My Bible's in here. Hello, somebody. Are we listening to the word of God every week in, week out when we preach and we say, hey, stop looking at pornography. Stop lusting after your neighbor. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Hello. It gets quiet. It gets quiet. Does the word of God come in through one ear and out the other? And I want to encourage you today. This is the invitation God gives to everybody. Come. He says, come. You who have no money, come. He says, listen. And I tell you, young people, there's a a great amount of wealth and just, just the Holy Spirit blessing when you listen to the word of God. When you listen to it. When his word is the authority in your life. It can stop you dead in your tracks. Like I'm telling you, there are times when I just want to just, you know, in my weakness, 
Hallelujah. The Lord, the blood is covered by the blood. In my weakness, at times where I feel like, man, I'm about to snap at old buddy. Like they're getting me really upset. But it's just that Holy Spirit. Don't you do that. Stop me dead in my tracks. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. You bless them. And I just use that common example because everybody's been there. Everybody's snapped. Okay, let me get a hand, hand shown by people who haven't snapped or lost their temper. If you have never snapped or lost your temper or told somebody one of these, okay, just raise your hand. You have, look at all these saints and look at my man Adam. He's never done that. You lying, boy. You lying. We got to pray for him. <laughs> Hey, and listen to the word of God. The Bible says, don't lie, son. That's what the word says. Well, come on. Listen. The problem is, here's the problem. How about this one? Is that we sinned against God. We've rejected God. And God's invitation, here it is. He gives us an invitation. He's like, he says, come. When we deny God, we sin against God. Because it's, it's his provision in our life. Can I get an Amen. I'm telling you, young people, it's, it's, you're going to understand when you can put yourself in the word of God and apply it like right now, right now. And when you hear messages like this, start thinking to yourself right now. How can I apply that word right now? You don't think about like, oh, when it comes to me. Think about it right now. Let your mind, let your Holy Spirit just take you to a place. This, this, this. It's the conviction of the Lord. This, 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 this. It's living. It's active. That's what the Bible says. And that's what the word of God is supposed to do. And we understand that it's his invitation today. God is greater. Let's, let's scroll down in Isaiah 55. And let's look at verse 8 and 9. And the invitation to who are thirsty. And I, I just want to give you this right here before we move on. Verses 8 and 9. It says this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Oof. Verse 9. As the heavens are higher than the earth... So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. That's a song right there. Hallelujah. I'm going to read it one more time. Verse 8. It says, for my thoughts. Everybody say thoughts. Are not your thoughts. Neither are my, your ways. Everybody say your ways. Are my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Let me tell you this one thing, young person, young man, young woman, you will never outthink, you will never outsmart, you will never know more than God. Well, some of you guys living your life like, I know, trust me, God might have said this, but I know that this girl's all that I need. Hallelujah. She has everything and then some. The Lord don't know what he's talking about. This is what I, this is my heaven right here. Hallelujah. And you guys are preaching your own sermon. And the Lord's not even in that. Well, or ladies, that boy right there. Mm, yes, yes, that's all I need. Justin Bieber. That's all I need. That Justin Bieber. Give me some of that Justin Bieber. Oh, he's Christian? He says Jesus? Give me some of that Justin Bieber. He's rich too? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need me some Justin Bieber. <laughs> Don't be playing. Don't be playing. You know, guys are going to have to go to your room tonight, pull down that poster, be set free from that, that Justin Bieber addiction. Baby, 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 oh, Y'all was singing it when you came into the church today. Like, what you singing? Oh, um, I don't know. <clears throat> I ain't pointing any elbows. I ain't pointing any elbows. 
You know who you're listening to. Lead it off your iPod. It's on your iPod. I just want to encourage you. Let, let me encourage you like this. You're never going to know more than God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you will never know more than God. And this is why we can trust him. Everybody say trust. You know, sometimes you won't go to somebody. Like if, if someone comes up to you, some random stranger, and he says, hey, you hungry? Yeah, I got some food. Come with me. First thing that's in your mind, red flag, run away. Call the cops like, I ain't eating what he's got. No, 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 no. I ain't eating what he's got. Just right off the bat. And so what happens when I thought about that is like he says that. And a lot of people, what happens, they don't trust God. They don't know God. It's in his character. It's, it's in who God is, not to lie. Oh, come on. Just get that inside your heart today. God can only give who he is, what he is. So God is good, the Bible says. So he can't give you evil. You guys getting this today? God can only give from who he is and what he is. So God is good. So what do you receive today? Goodness. God can't give you uh, 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 just like a brokenness. And, and uh, See, what God can give you is from who he is and it flows from. You have to understand who God is so you can trust him. You know, some of the, the biggest things, um, uh, St. Patrick, any, anybody, we all know St. Patty's Day. You guys know this. Everybody celebrates it. And a lot of people, a lot of college and a lot of uh, Irish and a lot of just people just find that a day to get drunk. And in, and in college, they call it unofficial, where before St. Patty's Day, they'll get drunk. The weekend before, they'll go out and they just get wasted. Literally, they have green on, and they'll go and they get, I have friends, every time it comes around, they put unofficial 2011, unofficial 2010, 2009, 2008, every single year since you graduated high school. And even when I was in high school, it's unofficial. You just get drunk, St. Patty's Day. Did you know that St. Patty, St. Patrick was an awesome man of God? That one of the ways St. Patrick, like in, in his time, in his region, he did some of the most uh, missions. He did some of the most evangelizing than anybody. And we learn today from him because one of the things he created was a community. He knew that if he was going to go speak to people, he couldn't just give them, hey, this is the word of God, believe it. People are going to be like, what in the world? Like, who are you? We don't even know you. You're just not learning our language right now. What's up with you? So what he did is he built community. He built friendships. He started doing things within the community, bringing them together. And then he started giving them the word of God. One of the most powerful movements in his time. He built trust with the people. And I want to let you know today, the Bible says this in Psalms 40, blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. You can trust him for his thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are his ways your ways. Or your ways, his ways. Hallelujah. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. I thank God that he knows more than me. Than this walnut-shaped size head, brain, this little brain. I mean, about, but it's, it's a fact. Women have a smaller brain than men. That's not, to, that's not to say anything. That's not to say anything. Well, you guys say, whoa. It's just guys have big heads. That's what it is. They go ahead. Okay. But one of the thing, one of the things I want to tell you today is to trust him. You can trust him. I was so blessed. The other day I was walking in from, uh, I was out and I walked in home. It was a little late, around 11 o'clock. And I'm walking into the house 
And uh, I just remember it was really quiet. The lights were off in the living room. If you guys have been to my house, you understand there's a living room, there's a dining room, and then there's that little hallway right there. And I just noticed that uh, the light to my parents' room was on. And I'm just walking all quiet, you know, taking off my stuff. You know, if they're sleeping, I want to be all loud. And I walk in, and I just remember just looking. The door was open. I just see my mom on her knees, and she's, she's praying. And I just see my dad in bed just laying back, and they're praying. So I'm like, okay, that's what's up. They're having their devotions. But I listened, and I just heard my, God, my, my dad say, he said, I don't know what's going to happen, but you do. I don't see the future, but you do. God, I trust you. You see, when I heard that, I just I heard a man praying in humility. I heard a man praying in weakness. There were things he didn't know. He was praying and petition towards God. He said, God, I don't see past this. My eyes can't see the outcome of this situation, but you do. God, you know everything that's going to happen. You know, Father, what you're going to do in our lives. And God, we trust you. Father, this family, and, and they were praying for the family. And I just knew that, man, oh, to have the trust that, that people would have in, in just friends. You know, sometimes we trust our friends more than we trust God. Oh, and we wonder why there's so hurt, much hurt in the world. We wonder why, why things follow us like this. I want to tell you one thing. If there's anything you get out of this today is Jesus satisfies. Can I get an amen? Jesus Christ satisfies. And I want you guys to understand, this is the invitation that Jesus satisfies. He says, come. Who are we coming to today? Jesus Christ. By the blood and the work of the cross, we now have redemption. We now have forgiveness to God. So now I can come with my prayers and my petitions. And here's one thing, young people, if you're never praying, what, what, I mean, what's going on? If I'm preaching this message to encourage you to pray, to get closer to God, but we never pray. Hey, we got to check our hearts. Do we really love God or we just like being Christians? We like that title because it's the cool thing to do. Open up your Bibles to John 4 in closing. Open up your Bibles to John 4 in closing. John 4, 7 through 14. I'm just going to read it. My time is running up here. Just a little context before I read this. Jesus was doing ministry, and he gets to a point where he, he's, he's thirsty. He, he gets to a place to rest. And, and here we pick up in verse 7. It says this, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? Verse 8, his disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Verse 10. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who is it that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you a li living water. Verse 11, sir, the woman said, you have done nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his flock and herds? Verse 13, everyone, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I will give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water, water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. If you can stand to your feet with me.
Jesus is that fulfillment of that passage. God is the fulfillment of the passage. He says, come to me. You know what I find it today? Young people, we're not hungry for God. We're not thirsty for God. Jesus satisfies. If you can get in your heart today, uh, and in closing, if you can get in your heart today that Jesus Christ satisfies, ladies, you wouldn't go looking for a relationship and a man hoping to find everything that you'll need. Because you'll find out that God has it in him. Or, or men, you won't go out finding approval from different things or doing different things because your approval is in God. If you can get in your heart today that Jesus Christ satisfies you, so you'll come up to these altars and these times of worship and you'll worship because you know that he's all you'll ever need. If you can get in your heart today that Jesus Christ satisfies, he'll be the Lord and Savior of your life because he gives you new life. He satisfies. He wouldn't say it if it wasn't so. What I want to see here today, and I'm concerned, and I know there are youth out there. We're praying for them, and we always pray for the lost. But my concern here today is, is for the house. Here today. You who hear this message today, I'm concerned for you today. My, my, my heart is for you today. This word is for you today. It's not about, we're not thinking about the world. No, we're just thinking about our lives. Is Jesus Christ satisfying you? If you can close your eyes and bow your heads, if we can have Leilani and Chris come on up here. Is Jesus Christ satisfying you? Or have other things come into your heart and they're taking the place? Think about it. Have you been trying to fill that God-shaped hole in with something else? With friends, with relationships, with things that don't satisfy? What you'll find out is the thing that doesn't satisfy, you'll keep on having to come back to it and back to it and back to it because you never have enough and never satisfy. You're left with this empty feeling. And I remember I was in a relationship with a young lady and I just thought that, man, if I were just in a relationship with her, I, that would satisfy I wouldn't be lustful. I wouldn't be doing things. I'll be more stable. And I was everything but that. We're going to leave these altars for, for prayer in just a little bit, but I want to encourage you, if I can have my altar workers, those who are assigned uh, today, uh, to come up to the front. We're going to have the guys with guys and the girls with girls, but I want you to, to come up here. If you place something in your heart over Jesus Christ, or even if this, how about this? If Jesus Christ doesn't satisfy, if you say, man, I lost my passion. Jesus doesn't satisfy me as he used to. I, I just, it's not Jesus Christ's fault. If you hear me today, it's not Jesus' fault. It's our fault. It's your fault. You've gone away. There's this one quote I'd like to say. If you're not as close to God as you once were, who moved? If you're not as close to God as you once were, who moved? It always brings into uh, to realization that we move from God, that we, we turn away from God. And in closing, I'm just going to play this song. The song is called, Come Lord Jesus, Come. And, and it's first, it's just saying, all come all who are thirsty, all who are weak. Come to the fountain. Dip your hearts in the streams of love. And this song is just an invitation. I want to sing this in closing as we end in prayer.
young people, elevate. Is Jesus satisfying your every need today? Does Jesus Christ still satisfy as he once did when you first got saved, when you were really excited about the new relationship in Christ? Maybe you're here today, you've been saved for some time, you've been coming to church for some time, but you're not excited about God as you once were. You don't have the goosebumps anymore. You, you don't feel his love. And every time we talk about love, you're like, oh, yeah, I wish. We want to pray for you today. Because what happened was you, you took your eyes off of God. And you started listening to what other people are saying or, or something got in the place in your heart, the place that Jesus should have been. And, and Jesus is not satisfying you today. We want to pray for you today. If, if Jesus is not satisfying in your heart, it's never an issue with Jesus. Because in his presence is the fullness of joy. Come on now. It's the fullness. You'll have everything you'll need. Come all who are thirsty. And if you're just saying in this place, like, man, I just... I just want more of the Holy Ghost. We want to encourage you. We want to invite you up in this time of worship to come up and just worship with us. But we're going to dismiss right now just a little bit. Before we do, we want to sing this song in closing. Just an invitation for all to come, all who are thirsty. Hallelujah, Father. God, we give you this time. Father, you know every heart in this place, God. Father, you say in your word that you know the amount of hair numbered in our head, God. Nothing is hidden from your sight. God, I just pray that honesty would come forth, God. Father, there be no shame today in where we're at in our relationship with you. But God, you give us the invitation, God. <laughs> Even ministers, God, even leaders who have become tired and weary, God, you call us, God. You say, come. If you have no money, come. If you're hungry, come. Why spend your money on things that don't satisfy? You say, come. You say, listen, God. Come on, if that's you, I just encourage you right now to find someone here at this altar right now to pray with. Guys with guys and girls with girls, if you're just thirsty for the Lord, if Jesus, if you want Jesus to satisfy your heart, just come up and share what's on your heart right now with one of the leaders. And for those who are saying, man, I'm loving God. He's satisfied. He's all I'll never need and then some. And you just want to worship him. I'm just going to invite you from your seats right now to come forth right now. We're just going to worship the Lord in this time of prayer as we close here today. I just want everybody to leave their seats. Just start making a move. God is waiting for you to make a move today. He's already given you the invitation. He's already called you. Come on, you have to take a step in faith and trust Him today. That He'll satisfy. Come on, bring your needs to Him today. We love you, Lord. We trust you today. We say, have you Come, Lord Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus.
sing all who are thirsty. All who are thirsty. All who are You come to the fountain. Sing, dip your hearts. Dip if your hearts in the streams of life. Let the pain and the sorrow let it be washed away. In the waves of His mercy, as He cries, how. As deep cries, as deep cries, how to sing it out. As deep cries, how to deep we sing. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Point if you finish praying, let's sing this out together. Sing it out. Come, Lord. Put us our hearts desire in this place. We want to be satisfied by the Lord today. We sing it out, sing, come, Lord. We say, come, Lord. Done praying every voice. Let's sing this out. Let's sing, Come, Lord. And we say, Come, Lord. Lift your voice. Tell him today, We invite you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we invite you. Oh, sing it out. Come, Lord. Jesus. 
fight them. Oh, we sing it out. Come, Lord Jesus. Won't you come? Oh, every voice we say, come. And we say, come, Lord Jesus. Come. Sing the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, come. we say, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, He said He'll pour out His Spirit on these last days upon His sons and daughters. The young men will dream dreams. The prophesy. 